God's thing. Which one are you? We got to be the ones that make it happen. You know, the world has a saying there, three types of people, those that make it happen, and those that watch it happen, and those who wonder what happened. Yeah. We ought to be the ones that make it happen. Amen. All right, part two, Jericho. Amen. Now, what I like about this lesson is that the fact that, well, I won't say that. Let's get Joshua. Uh, Fred was reading. No, you you're reading one and one, right? Yeah, get Joshua six chapter. Six and one. Six and one. Yeah. Read down to the 25th verse. 25th. Yeah, I know that's kind of a lot. Joshua 6 and 1. Now Jericho was straightly shut up because the children, because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall compass the city all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus shall thou do six days. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. And the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times. And the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend of every man straight before him. And Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said unto them, Take up the ark of the covenant, and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord. And he said unto the people, Pass on and compass the city, and let him that is armed pass on before the ark of the Lord. And it came to pass, when Joshua had spoken unto the people, that the seven priests, bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns, passed on before the Lord, and blew with the trumpets. And the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. And the armed men went before the priests and blew with the trumpets. And the reward, re reward came after the ark. The priests going on and blowing with the trumpets. Joshua had commanded the people, saying, Ye shall not shout nor make any noise with your voice, neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth, until the day I bid you shout, then ye shall shout. So the ark of the Lord compassed the city, going about it once, going about it once, and they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. And Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord, seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew with the trumpets and the armed men went on before them but the reward came after the ark of the Lord the priests going on and blowing with the trumpets and the second day they compassed the city once and returned into the camp so they did six days 
And it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early about the dawning of the day and could pass the city after the same manner seven times. Only on the day they could pass the city seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time when the priest blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord hath given you the city, and the city shall be accursed, even it and all that are therein, to the Lord only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all that are with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. And ye, in any wise, keep yourselves from the accursed thing, lest ye make yourselves accursed. When ye take of the accursed thing, and make the camp of Israel a curse uh -huh. and trouble it. But all the silver and gold and vessels of brass and iron are consecrated unto the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted when the priest blew with the trumpets. And it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with the great shout that the wall fell down flat. Give me a verse. Uh, 20. Okay. So that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city, and they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old, and ox and sheep and ass, and with the edge of the sword. But Joshua has said unto the two men, that has spied out the country, go into the harlot's house and bring out thence the woman and all that she had, as ye swear unto her. And the young men that were spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren and all that she had. And they brought her, they brought all her kindred and left them without the camp of Israel. And they burnt the city with fire and all that was therein, only the silver and the gold and the vessels of brass and of iron, they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. And Joshua saved Rahab the harlot alive and her father's household and all that she had. And she dwelleth in Israel even unto this day because she hid the messengers which Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. First of all, we thank you for the reading. First of all, give me an insight into the story, a beautiful story. Amen. Beautiful story. You can learn a lot from this particular lesson. First of all, what you can learn, what you should do and what you should not do. Our focus will be on part two of Jericho and what can happen if you blank. Find out what the blank is. All right. All right? Yeah. Um, so we discussed it. Thank God. Thank Alfred for reading the uh, scriptures. First of all, first of all, give us a little in-depth understanding of the scriptures that we're going to be talking about. So we talked about how we are dealing with a new generation, first of all, of, of Israelites. And as God delays coming time and time again, we're dealing with a new generation of saints, right? Sometimes the old ones pass on, the new ones come on. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. So we are dealing with a new generation, new people. Praise the Lord. But we realize that God still needs to be in the midst. 
right? We know that, okay? Now, according to our lesson, uh, uh, we talked about a person of faith will be led from one situation to another that requires faithful obedience to God and to his righteous ways. Faithful obedience. Not staggering obedience, not 50% obedient, faithful. Now, the most important part of this, well, I'm, I'm going over a few things that we just talked before I segue into my where I left off. Now, we said there are two, uh, uh, the second two key principles of advancement into God's promises. We all want to advance into God's promises. So there are two key elements, or two principles to achieve this particular desire or advancement into, into God's promises. Is that um, that leads us into a path of victory and usually and usually, usually different from our preference, meaning the path that God going to lead us into may be a little bit different than the way we think we ought to do it. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Because flesh has a tendency of leaning on flesh. Right. And it want to handle problems the way it used to handle them. Mm -hmm. But we got to, that's why when we take one step, we got to stop and say, wait a minute. Jesus, Jesus. God has, really, God has to quicken us and get our attention. Or if we just, we go on and do it, and we'll be one of those people that react, and then go back and say, Lord, I'm sorry, I shouldn't act that way. Instead of, we give a praise to the Lord, we have to go back to how we act and, 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 and say, I'm sorry I treated you. Sanctified people shouldn't do anything to call people to say, I'm sorry. You, you shouldn't have to go back to nobody and say, I'm sorry I treated you. They should be coming to you and say, I'm sorry how I treated you. Based on your fact that you was able to be still mm -hmm. and know that I am God. Amen. Now, some have remarked, uh, if you, uh, I didn't talk about that, okay. Nah. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, excuse me one second. Okay. Now, we talked about what God told Israelites to do was based on what? He told the Israelites to do something. Mm -hmm. It was based on their I can't, can't hear you. Speak up. Obedience. 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 Mm -hmm. That's your key to salvation, obedience. If you want to rebel and kick against everything that God has set up, you're not gonna you're not you you won't be successful in the law. And hopefully this lesson is going to teach you something at the end. So we see that obedience plays a good part, right? Okay. Knowing that obedience plays with God, obedience tends to, to, uh, to beget or increase obedience. And when somebody is obedient, somebody else looking and saying, uh, you're going to do what that person say, I'm going to do it too. And that's why rebellion is sickening because when people rebel... Other people see them rebel and they say, I want to rebel too. <laughs> and when all this rebellion get up, it ends up being a little clique, like a group of rebellion people who would be together over here. And another group over here that's going to say, I'm going to do what it is. That's, that tries to divide the church. So we got to understand that. Uh, 
when you are obedient, it teaches other people how to be obedient. But there's other ways to be obedient too, and we're going to cover that. Now, uh, let's see. Okay. So, moving on, we talked about that. So, what can it, we talk, we're talking about what can the Israelite teach you in our time? We talked about that, right? What the Israelites, based on what they went through and where they at now, they ain't in the promised land yet, but we're about to discuss what they're about to engage in. Praise the Lord. Went through. What can they teach you? Or can they teach you anything? Is there anything that they, they that you said, wow, you know, based on what I know about them, I need to do this. And these lessons are going to help us in our walk with Christ. Because, believe it or not, we're still trying to get back what Jesus wanted to do. The promised land just changed a little bit. Now, the promised land is out there with, with God, with Christ. It's not, with, it's not a land that we can see with our natural eyesight. But it's a land we have to believe by faith. That when we leave here, we're going to go there. If you're doing this, trying to serve the Lord, and you don't believe God, you're you dead in the water. You're, you're like a boat with no engine. You're just there afloat. Praise the Lord. I, 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 I. Thank you, Jesus. You, you, got, you got to believe God's word. Even if I know it's seen some of the stories we talk about seem so impossible, but you got to believe God because if you don't, you did. Mm -hmm. You ain't you, you ain't gonna get no farther than here. Mm -hmm. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. If without faith, you won't even get saved. Without faith, people won't even go to church. They'll go to church and sit there and be thinking, oh man, I just want to get out of here. I want to go. But our faith, you don't believe God is talking to you through the man of God. You don't think it's just him talking. You got to stop looking at and then if you believe it's that and this and that and the other, you get bored. Oh, this ain't nothing. This ain't. But when you start believing, man, the Lord is working through him. God ain't going to speak. This is how God talks to you now. Through his people. Through who is anointed preachers. Pastor, evangelist, a prophet. And all these, the five, four minutes you get, this is how he talk to you. Whether you like it or not, this is how he going to talk to you. Now, we need to embrace that and say, thank you, Jesus, or sit back and be like the world. Oh, that's just some man making up his, making up his own agenda. Jesus. Even though I can be, be right there in the book, pulling it from the book, you still be up. that's just some man with his agenda. Jesus. Right there in the book, reading from the book, you you got a book yourself and you can follow you that that's just some man with his agenda. Praise the Lord. Any questions so far? Comment. Alright. So we talked about how, how the Israelites could teach us it, 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 it could teach us to choose to obey even when you do not understand. You are not going to understand everything. I don't care how grown you think you are. You ain't going to understand everything. That's when you need to say, I believe by faith God is leading me in the right way. I don't see it. I don't understand it. But I believe it. Uh, unless it's said, Jesus 
Jesus, he, he got upset at times where the other ones, the other people didn't believe that they were following. He was doing the right thing. They kept questioning him, questioning him. Mm -hmm. You don't question nobody who you know is doing the right thing. You question them when you think they're going contrary to how it should go. It looks like you need to go this way. Now, look, look at the, the disciples. When Jesus was on the scene, they thought he was coming to restore the kingdom of God. Then, to them, when he, every time he shunned away from it, they kept saying, well, this, this, this man got on this power and he act like he ain't trying to take over. Right. <laughs> so they begin to question, when are you going to come? When are we going to have the king? When, when, when are we going to do this? Right. <laughs> when are we going to take over? But Jesus said, it's not, it's not. And then they kept trying to, and at first it was a, it was a, it was this, this, this concept of, I have to accept what he's saying. You got all this power and you don't want to take over? You need, we, we're trying to restore back our, 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 our glory that we used to, that we should have being the children of God. Even people now walk with this mentality that I'm a child of God. You don't treat me any old way. Oh, yes, they do. Much as Christ is suffered in the flesh, arm himself likewise, the scripture say. You mean you're going to have your cup of suffering? Whether you like it or not. So, since you're going to get it, you might as well get happy about it and, and be like, the Lord going to bring me out. Mm. I ain't saying be happy that you're going through what you're going through, but be happy that you got a God on your side. Because yeah. mm -hmm. you got a God, either God is on your side, or he's just standing back there and you get, get in and out of your dilemma and watching you. And sometimes, even if you ain't sin, he'll step in and bless. Just to help you out a little bit. Ho hoping that that'd be like bits in the old mouth to draw them to him. Now, let's move on. Okay, so we see that it's very good to choose to obey God's plan even when we don't understand it, right? It's very good. Mm. But it's easier said than done, right, Pastor? Yeah. Easier said than done. You, you, you saying that, it sounds good, like, it sounds good to say. But when it's time to do it, it becomes a little bit hard. Even with the Holy Ghost, we struggle. But God is a keeper. He is a rewarder. But Phil. How would it be an example to us? You know that Israel was commanded that the city of I was going to be a curse. And everything that was in there. Right, we read that, right? Yeah, I put the eye out. When they went over to the, uh, the, uh, the wall of Jericho, mm -hmm. everything in there would be a curse. Now they were warned, don't touch it, don't take it. So Achan became covetous. Sometimes we can be the same way in, you know, in our daily walk. Yeah. Not yeah. to do this and not to do that because I desire to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Put yourself in trouble. Yep. Mm -hmm. his life. Amen. So we, we talked about how Israel. Follow. We asked. I asked you a, a question: Did Israel follow God's plan, or did they do what they thought after they decided to go along and take the land? Did they follow the plan of God and do it God's way, or did they do it their way? They did it God's way because it's apparent how they, they did it God's way. Okay, moving on. We also.
why probably we talked about why did they do it God's way? They probably, we talked about the, uh, the thought process of the human being, how it sits there and try to figure things out. It sits there and try to decide with men among themselves. Should I do it that way? Or should I just do it my own way? Mm -hmm. It probably nagged the thoughts of, of some of the, those that were in the camp. We're talking about the new generation now, getting ready to cross the Red Sea. Praise the Lord. Now they're thinking, should we do it God's way or should we do it our way? They begin to ponder these thoughts that they should probably do it their way. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Brother Fred. Yeah, experience trying to teach you. We did it that way, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. We did it the long way, it worked. Yeah. We realized our way don't work. Mm -hmm. But we wanted to do it. Yeah. You're right. God said not to do it. And we did. We, we did what God said not to do. And we failed. We lost the battle. Mm -hmm. Lost the battle. Mm -hmm. Now, basically. Uh, his way, then we win. No, but Joshua was telling them, because God delighted us, he'll give us the land. Right, right. So. Look, let's, let's, let's examine some of this lesson here. Now it says, the priests were to carry the Ark of the Covenant around the city walls of Jericho one time per day and, and, and for six days. And additional, additional priests were to walk before the Ark blowing seven rams on while the rest of the people were to remain utterly Silent. Amen. Then on the seventh day, they were they were would encompass or circle the city seven times. On the seventh time, the people were supposed to shout as the priest blew the ram's horn. Alright? Now the question is, why we gotta do all that? Sanctified people and people coming in Christ always wonder why we gotta do all that. Why we gotta come up here? Why we gotta come to church and hear the same message or different types of messages over and over? Why we gotta go to church? Why we gotta why 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 Say people sanctified and unsaved people? Why we gotta go to church on Wednesday night? Why can't we just go once a once a week? My question is, why don't we just stop going to church? What's in it if you don't go? The more you go, the more your faith increases. Mm -hmm. You can't not put oil in the, uh, or gas in the tank. The tank is made for gas. Amen. What good is a car and you you got and, and it's supposed to have gas in it and you don't put no gas in it? <laughs> it ain't gonna go nowhere. Gonna go nowhere. Yeah. I don't care how good a car. Man, I got that. I got me a Hellcat engine. So what? You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> unless you force a minute. God is like the fuel in, in our tank. It propels us to go. That's why you see people that's more mindset on doing what God say because they keep make sure that the engine have what it needs to do what God say, not what they say. 
They're lacking going to church. They're lacking, meaning your faith is lacking, meaning your ability to try, to, for God to transform your mind. Remember, this is a renewing of the mind, David. The Bible says, be ye not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In order for your mind to be renewed, you need some word in there to get in there. The word get in there and it washes by the water, by the word of God. It gets deeper than any other thing in that we can ingest because the scripture validated and says it goes even into the marrow of the bone. It transforms us, it changes us on a DNA level. Praise the Lord. For the good, not for the bad, without any side effects. And the side effects are usually miraculous side effects that we say, I need some more of that. If people really were to chase and see how good the Lord is, they will get addicted to it like they are to alcohol, drugs, uh, sex, and wine, and all these other things. Food addiction and all the other things. Some people are addicted to a good time, pleasure. Mm -hmm. The Bible says in the last day, men shall be pleasures. See, they, they, they love pleasure more than God. They mean they're pleasure seekers. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to go to the Disney World or to some place that make them feel good. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes. But when it comes time for them to try to change for the better, Jesus. God is the last person they want to see. Self-help places and, and, and AA places is still good, but not good enough. No. It pales in comparison to the word of God. That's right. So, but why should we do it God's way? They asked. They were asking that. And some of us asked, why should we come to church? Why should we sing in the choir? Why should I fellowship to another church? Why should I hear the man of God preach the word day in and day out? Why? They ask the same thing. Why? Why not just walk around one time for one day? There are people that's coming to the God now. They say, why not just go to church one time? And after that, I ain't got to go no more. I'm, and I say, I'm saved. Brother Phil. The scripture says in Hebrew, 10, 25, come together the more. Come together the more. Yeah. See? See, when God's word illuminate like he just said, then let our will need to pale. Not my will, but our will be done. Yeah. If he said come together the more, who are you to say, ah, I just want to come one time? We got some people to say, I just come once a week. And you ain't gonna see no growth. Because God blesses obedience. They would have had more energy. They said, why should we do it uh, uh, that way? Why, why, why do we have to march around seven times? Why, why can't we just do it one day? Then, then, then we will have more energy for the battle that awaits them on the other side of the wall. We're racing our energy walk around here. Why not? I see you in Why not? Why must they walk around the wall at all? But the battle wasn't there the Lord. The Lord said, I'm going to give you the decision. See, see, what would have happened if they did it their way? God would have stepped back. And that's what God do a lot of times. A lot of times God is, is trying to take care of something for you, but we push God out of the way and going to try to do it ourselves. We going to try to draw him, not God. We going to do it. It's not your way, it's God's way. God do the draw. The Bible says God has to draw the people in. We, we're just vessels hoping that God uses us to draw but you don't have the ability. What words can you say to make somebody say, I'm going to give my life over to the Lord? You don't know. 
if it was a magic set of words that we could uh, just say, you know, and a lot of times we, we think we using that word, we say, in Jesus' name, you're going to get saved. A lot of times they don't get saved. Their heart ain't ready. They ain't ready. The, the, the seed of the word of God need to fall on some good ground. God has to uh, break up that fallow ground that's in them first before the seed get in there and begin to grow. We throw, throw a seed on, on, on a dead rock, concrete stone heart, and wonder why ain't nothing growing. Jesus, Jesus. It ain't going to grow. They deal with they, they, they probably was thinking, now they didn't say that they was doing this. I ain't, please don't say, I ain't saying that the scripture said this. But the human mind has a desire to question what they don't understand. Sure. I'm sure they questioned it among themselves. If they didn't verbally talk among each other, they thought it. Mm -hmm. Surely God could just kick down the wall uh, and spare them these efforts of walking around, wasting all this energy. Are we sure God even said to Joshua to do this? If I said the Lord told me to tell y'all to do this, hey, I wonder who would actually say, I believe the Lord will see him. I believe the Lord told him to tell us to do this. Mm -hmm. I ain't coming. I said, just come to church on Wednesday night. Everybody going to use that lame excuse. Well, you know, I'm working, but are you really? But Phil? I feel like they heard the word told them what to do, so they had to walk by faith mm -hmm. and obey that. Right. Yes, sir. Right. Seven times, so seven represent complete. Yeah. But they had to obey God. If he said, walk by 12 times, they had to do it. If he said, walk down 10 times, they had to do it. So seven would represent complete. Praise so. Huh? The Lord completed the earth in seven, six days, seven days rest. So seven, the number is a number for complete. A lot of times, the man is know more than the people that's following. So of course the people following is like, and our quest, our answer should be because our leader told us to. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Surely God could just knock down the wall and spare us the effort. Oh, I wonder if God really was speaking to Joshua. The children of Israel could have Ask numerous questions. The human desire to question God goes all the way back to the beginning when the tempter posed, uh, 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 posed the question, as God said in Genesis. Now, this new generation of Israelites were learning to trust God, God's way, even if they did not understand them. The new generation that God will bring in now mm -hmm. have to learn to trust God even if they do not understand what God is really trying to tell. What is, you know, that, that, for instance, we go through temptation and, and we're like, well, what's, what's the purpose of this? God want me to pass on it? That's our way of thinking. Mm -hmm. God is trying to work something out in you, and we said, God keep throwing this at me because he wants me to backslide. Well, I'm just gonna show him that I can't take this. You hear what I just said? I'm just gonna show him that I can't take it. So we go and embrace the sin. 
we're going to show God. Like, as if, I, I, I'm going to fix you. <laughs> we ain't fixing God. We messing up that word. Talking about, I'm going to fix you for allowing this to come on me. And people, you know good and well, you used to think like that. If you ain't thinking like that now, you used to. Now, though, through the bad, through the passing of Jordan River, though they had passed through uh, the Jordan River on dry land, now God had to depart the river, and a lot of them passed through, and uh, I'm afraid read the lead scripture to let us know that they passed through again, praise God, on dry land. They discovered that obedience to God paid off even in the face of challenges. Amen. Somebody today was challenged. Without God marinated in that brain, you you ain't you to lean on self. Mess it up. Mm -hmm. But you lean on the challenges of God. You lean on God and say, well, I'm going to just hold my feet. Another unspoken miracle happened at Jericho. Let's talk about this. There is no record of murmuring and qu or questioning that was read in the scripture. All the people whole history was full with questioning. It, oh, Israel, when they got out of the wilderness, they questioned the moment. They were used to questioning, murmuring, and complaining. Simply did what God commanded. They simply did what God commanded them to do. Mm -hmm. They marched, they stayed silent, and they shouted exactly when instructed. Their act of complete obedience produced miracles, access to the land and um, um, moment, uh, moment, uh, victory in the first major battle into the in the promised land. The wall fell down. But you know, Pastor, they didn't completely obey God. Great you know, tell. We think we. Great um, tell. Huh? What do you mean? I, I was talking about for you know when they took the city. God is not exposing them. Right. They figure they got away with it. Yeah. Right. God see you. You know, even if I'm standing here and God wants to tell me, so and so did this. Am I supposed to stand up and humiliate you and say, uh, I saw that you went out and did this last night. Mm -hmm. What am I supposed to do? What is that going to do? I need to try to deal with you in a, mm -hmm. with love and kindness to draw you away from that mm -hmm. with the word of God. Mm 
I, I can't do it. I can't give you some more words to convince you to make you say to yourself, man, I need to stop doing this. I can't do this. I need to stop doing this. Mm -hmm. The conviction comes with you, me preaching God's word, not you, me going handling my way, the way I think I ought to do. Mm -hmm. Well, I want you to sit down and shut up and don't say nothing no more. That ain't the way to handle it. Sin is sin. All of sin. We all have sin. We all came in here with a bunch of sin, and then slowly we had a little sin, then eventually the sin was completely gone. That told us because they went from point A to point B to a matter of time that it's a process. And that process, though we may come in here full of sin, we ain't got to leave this life full of sin. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Come on. You may come in here full of 100% of sin, all the sin you did, and God through time get, get it out you slowly. All of a sudden, what you used to do, you don't have a desire to do it anymore. Amen. That's God cleaning you up. Pulling that stuff out. That stuff, some of that stuff was hard to pull out. Amen. Only God's word can pull it out. Mm -hmm. What we do, if we don't allow God to do, we're going to cut the tree down. I've talked about that in the past. Mm -hmm. We'll cut the tree down to the root. And figure, oh, it's dead. But then the root is still in the ground. Mm -hmm. It just needs more time to, to grow. And then that, that desire started to creep it up again. Now all of a sudden, here we go, back to doing our little thing again. One, man, I don't understand it. I went, I went all this time, and, and and that's how people say when they were drinking. And they, I went all this time, and now I just, you know, I, I had a relapse. Right. <laughs> yeah. Relapse because it wasn't really pulled out of you. It was cut. And then cut with the roots still in the ground has a, a, a propensity to grow. It's going to grow. It's going to eventually come back. So we got to get the, we got, we need God's word going in, uproot the thing. Come on. Yeah. So now we know ain't nothing going there no more. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. So we see that they had a, a desire to do what the Lord said. Let's, let's get back to you. Okay. So what, is there, is there a particular commandment in the scripture that requires great faith, but If there, I'm asking you a question. Is there a particular commandment in the scripture that you notice that says that you that requires you to have great faith, but are worth the payoff? You say to yourself, "I don't see the reward, but it's worth the payoff." The payoff sounds so good that I'm gonna do it, even though I I may not see no payoff in this life, but I'm gonna do it anyway. You follow what I just said? I'm going to give you my example. Uh, when the Lord tells us that we need to remain faithful to him, get baptized in Jesus' name, be filled with the Holy Ghost, and remain faithful in him, and, and it said that uh, you shall receive the crown of life, but you must remain faithful until the end. I don't see the reward. I don't see the promise. I only see what he said in his word, but I'm going to remain faithful to it because I believe it's worth what it, 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 it's speaking the truth and it's worth the payoff in the end. I believe that it's worth me denying these worldly pleasures. That's why I don't run after everything that the pleasure seekers run after. Mm -hmm. Everybody's looking for the next good time. I used to live like that. I don't live like that anymore. I'm not looking for a good time. Yeah. 
I'm happy with life. Mm -hmm. you know, it, it doesn't take me to go over here and experience this thing to have a good time. Yeah. You follow me? Mm -hmm. Anybody else like that? Yeah. I'm a lone ranger in this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, love. Oh, we're trying to replace that next big thrill with being around the sanctified people. Visiting sanctified people, mm -hmm. hearing their testimony, hearing them songs, seeing people get saved. You have to train yourself to love being around these type of environments. You you not realize you didn't just wake up and all of a sudden love the party scene. You were taught this. You saw they saw all the people doing this. And there's certain parts in parties seen that you didn't like. The, the, the gun and the alcohol and the rowdies and the cussing and the fight. And you say, I don't want to be part of that. So now you don't associate in your mind. Part is, is you used to end up like this. Mm -hmm. So just like you train yourself, you have to really think to yourself. I, there's some things in your life you may say, I need to change. Mm -hmm. I need to change. I need to re-change. I need to program myself to like these things. In order for you to program yourself to like it, you must do what? Expose yourself to it. Mm -hmm. More than once. Right. Yeah, who you think when I first came to church, I liked coming to church? Yeah. Oh no. Keep going. I kept going. Yeah. I said, it's right, it's, it, it is good to be here. Whether my big flesh they didn't want to like it or not. It is good to be here, and I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. The word I was looking at the word when the preacher was preaching, I said, He's right, he's right, he's right. I should be here. The devil trying to remind me of what I'm giving up. The party scene. It is good to be here. So these are some things in life that that were worth the payoff. For uh, but it take great faith to believe that the way I was walking now is was worth it, even though it didn't look like it was worth it. I lost all my popularity of being in the world and in the club, but I didn't care. To me, it was work. In the end. Thank God I had to stop that. I probably had a heart attack trying to keep up now. Praise you. All right. Moving on. Um, any questions? So the people. So there is no record of them moment of complaining. The people were uh, who whole history was full of questioning, moment of complaining. Simply did what God commanded them to do. They marched. They stayed silent. They shouted exactly when instructed. Their act of complete obedience yielded them to go to the promised land. Now they they were doubtless. Through many days, though many of, of the days, they were doubtless tempted to just chat with each other, but they kept silent. They kept quiet. They were probably like, they probably would talk, communicate with each other with their eyeball. 
but they kept silent. Why? Probably, but okay. please. After uh, Achan had taken the, 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 the gold or the silver and the, 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 the wedge of, of the, the garment, how Israel responded to that? You have troubled us. In other words, we wouldn't. Yeah, you were out Achan, you were making, making it difficult for us. Right, right. when she ain't got in the camp. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah. that. Right, right. That's, um, that's why that, that, that interferes with our unity. If she ain't get in the camp, it interferes with our unity. Amen. But I'm trying to focus on what obedience can do, mm-hmm. not what disobedience, because we already know what disobedience can do. We, we focus on what obedience can do. Obedience can carry you in places where you never dreamed you would go. If you just remain obedient. Praise the Lord. Uh, they probably chat, uh, had, had the desire to chat among themselves. Why? Uh, they probably nagged in their thoughts of some, but they strictly observed God's command to be silent and marked. Then, on the seventh day, on the seventh trip around the wall, they shouted and, and they began to erupt like the Lord had told them to. The rumble of the stones. Uh, blended with the choir of the crowd and the stones fell one on top of the other. Shouts of obedience quickly fell one on top of the other. And these shouts of, uh, of obedience quickly changed to shouts of praise and then to war cry. Once again, obedience produced God's favor and divine intervention as God did as he had promised to topple the wall. The people went straight up to the city and fought victorious and won. God gave Israel the victory. He had promised them, didn't he? If God promised it, it's going to work out. Even if it looked like it ain't. God gave Israel the victory. As he had promised. He had promised they did have to fight. They did. You got to fight now. To live safe. It ain't going to just fall in your lap. The fighting is your worst enemy in this walk with Christ is yourself. If you can keep flesh in check, mm-hmm. if you can tear your fleshly body that I'm in control of this body, not you, right. you're going to do what I say. I say we're going to church. <laughs> I say we ain't going to do this no more. I say I'm going to stop doing this. You amazing. Mm-hmm. Did they have to fight? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you have to fight? Yeah. Yes. But once again, God provided the miracle by removing the obstacles that blocked the promise. Mm-hmm. God will do it. It may take us getting the Holy Ghost to experience that, but God will do it. But a certain type of blocking that God even do to draw us. Right. Or else we wouldn't even made it in here without the Holy Ghost. So we got his protection on us even before we get the Holy Ghost. Amen. But that that doesn't because we got this protection and this unction before we get the Holy Ghost. It's not a, a a reason for us to say I don't need the Holy Ghost. 
Or it's just, it ain't, it ain't important to try to get. Because we know we need that. The Bible says he that has not the spirit of Christ. Praise the Lord. So if you don't keep that in your mind, you won't keep trying to pursue to get it. You'll get too complacent. Mm -hmm. You'll be protected. And then when you make a mistake without the Holy Ghost, you'll say, no, it's perfect. Praise the Lord. So it ain't, it, it's not good enough for us to say, well, you know, I done did that. I done tried to get it. I ain't got it. So I ain't, I'm just going to wait and see. I desire every day. I'm going to get the Holy Ghost. I'm going to get the Holy Ghost. Then complete obedience led to God's complete provision. This divine principle of submission and obedience is still at work in God's kingdom today. God's kingdom today is still working. Obedience by following your lead going to lead you to the promised land. Amen. You hear what I said? Obedience to God and to your leader going to lead you to the promised land. Because your leader is with God. He's all he's concerned about giving you, giving you what God tells him to give you. Yeah, certain time my wife cooks something I don't like. But I still, I, I still, it's there. And, and, and sometimes I may act like I don't want to eat it, but let me go in a fast. Boy, all of a sudden, I can't wait to get it. Praise the Lord. I go be too picky. Now, this, like, this, this is a beautiful lesson, but it, 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 it teaches us. Now, it teaches us some things. Now, uh-oh. When you obey God, what happens? Let's, have, let's talk about that. When, when God's children will trust him enough to obey him fully. Now, it's, it's not enough to obey him partially, but most people, that's what they do. They obey God partially, meaning I won't lie, but I'll steal when the opportunity presents itself. Or I won't steal, but I'll sell a white lie. It's a lie. I a white lie. I, ain't, I don't know what what this white and black lie. A lie is a lie. It ain't no big lie. Little, I didn't. I didn't say nothing. Go kill anybody. You killing yourself? Right. You, what you do when you tell when you tell that lie? You put yourself in a category where the wrath of God is. You killing yourself? I don't see nobody walking around self destruct. What do you say? Special privilege. Special privilege. Special privilege, like he said. Oh, God. You can't get away with it. Right. It is. Is this what Know it no more. I just tell them. Number two, if you did something wrong, 
please don't let me know because as soon as they ask me, you out. Right. Oh, you did that take? You gonna throw them under the bus? I, I let them know ahead. Or you gonna you gonna you gonna dime them out? Or you gonna snitch on them? Whatever you do. I ain't okay. No, they ask me. <laughs> I don't want to know. I, I I would just walk away. Even now, I'm at the point now. I don't listen to to those dirty jokes they want. Like, oh, let me tell you a joke. I say, but dirty, I don't want to hear. I, I tell them that. If it's dirty, I don't want to hear. And if it's, it start coming out and it's not dirty. I just walk away. Because see, they, 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 you, 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 you got to, you tell people that you're in the church and you hold a position in the church, they'll try you. You man, my ass. Just like, yeah, what happened today? And he said, they said something. And I said, I'm married. I'm, oh, you, 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 you're a church person. You, you, you shouldn't say you like women. I said, why not? I'm married to what? Uh, I said, yeah, I'm a human being. I'm married to a lady. Uh, I didn't understand it, but anyway, but they'll try you. They'll try you. Don't, don't let that bother you. They'll try you. Praise Lord. So don't let people try you. Things that, and see, you got to train yourself, too. Certain things, you just say, hey, I need to walk away. I need to walk away. Praise Lord. Um, Learn, learn that that being alone ain't gonna kill you. Gotta give you some new people, new friends that will stick to your principles, that will respect you. They get ready to say, "Oh my!" Or oh, when they do say something, they say, "Oh, uh, well, Phil, I'm sorry, I apologize. Oh, I'm, I'm apologize." Because they know you don't want to hear that. Okay, so moving on. Um, so we hear, we see here that, look, when God's children will begin to trust him enough to obey him fully, we will see the miraculous in our lives. We all want to see miracles, such as what? Walls that seem insurmountable can be leveled. Barricades blocking, blocking spiritual progress can be removed. If we would be obedient to God's word. Addictions and habits that have bound and sentenced God's children to be wilderness wonders for years can be loose, can loose their grips. We pray for a lot of unsaved people. Amen. God honor you by loosening their grip on them. No matter how much they want to resist, they see themselves complying. Praise the Lord. It's a, it's now, the thing is, don't get upset because you don't see the instantaneous results. This ain't no instant call for your salvation. This takes time. But they'll gradually come around slowly. Why? Because God sees your faith. And he sees your prayer life on that. You got a, one planet, one water, but someone got to get, God going to get angry. You got to order with your prayer. You not know your prayers like water on the plant on the on, on the on the dead thing. You trying to bring something to life. The less you pray, the less results you're gonna see. And then when you pray, it's gonna see like they sound acting crazy. That's God getting ready to move. And in most cases, that's God is moving. So these God God can loose these grips that's on demonic oppression and possession can disappear when hearts. When, when, when a heart 
is fully submitted to God. James, the brother of Jesus, provided a clear picture of this reality of these spiritual victories. In, in, uh, in James 4, 4 chapter, he says, Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh, nigh means near. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. God is a reciprocator. When you take one step towards him, he'll come one step towards you. But when you back up from him, he'll back up from you. So when you see yourself getting close and you feel God present, ain't no going back up. Right. <laughs> it's hurt, it hurt us now to even see someone backslide, don't it? We see somebody that used to be gone home in the church, now all of a sudden they ain't got a mind to even come to church. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's a terrible thing. You did run away, the scripture said. Who hindered you? Praise Lord. In most cases, it's your own self. Yeah. Lack of obedience. That's right. Praise the Lord. Yes, it does. Last day, many gonna fall away, giving heed to seducing spirits yeah, and doctrine. Doctrine means teaching and teachings of devils. The devil tells you you don't have to do that, and we believe it and we just go with it. Yeah, it sounds good, so we said, oh, uh, I think that's right. I heard somebody on the news, uh, 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 on one of these, I'm like, you ain't got to pay no tithes. <laughs> what? That's a new thing on the, on the media. You ain't got to pay no tithes. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I got a new understanding. You you don't have to pay me 10%. You don't have to pay 10%. You need to just give as much as the law lay on your heart to give. That's Okay, you do it that way then. If that's go, that's your leader. Your leader said, pay pay your tithe, which is ten percent of what your Lord and property. You need to do that. Sit down. Actually, but as far as that, that's the least you can do. Yes, it is. It is. That's the least you can do. It is. It is. That's the least. Sister, man. Sister, Yeah, the tithe came about because literally it's like almost like people would give nothing. To the priest, yeah. So it's kind of like, well, let me this as a faith that at least you can do is pay 10%. So yeah, if the Lord lay your heart to give more, it's great. But it, it was put in place because it's like, man, that's people, how some people, people give 50 cent every day. At least you can do is give 10%. God's people are not stingy, they're givers. That's why they love you. Look, not only do we learn to give, we have to learn to be cheerful when we do it. Yeah. Or else you you just cut off your blessing. Yeah. Now, not only that, God, we'll give and not say, well, I expect, I know God. If God don't give me back something <laughs> in, in two weeks, I ain't giving up. That's a big deal. It's true, Pastor. I do. If God don't give me this back within the next month, I ain't giving. It's true. It's so true. And he goes to the that, oh, wait. Pastor taking all the money anyway. He just been living a good life. Mm -hmm. I ain't taking your money. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. I ain't taking all the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna. I, I, I wouldn't follow nobody taking all the money. Just using it for what they want. Bob said, "Let there be meat in the storehouse." 
Where's the meat at if, if it ain't there? I don't want to talk about that. Somebody needs some help. I need, you know, somebody needs some help. I don't need to, oh, we need to praise the offering because you ain't, because all that money is mine. Y'all got to give, I ain't. Okay, that's probably, that's Get the own. Yeah. <laughs> Go out and get a job. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I had churches like that, but pastors, pastors take all the money. So then when somebody says, I need some help. Well, everybody, you heard Sister So-and-so say need some help. What are we going to do for them today? Pay tithes, you're going to receive something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so you need to be faithful. Look, if, look. Everything I try to do for the Lord, oh, look, let's put it this way. Everything I do in life, I do 100%. I try to give it my all. Mm -hmm. I didn't put half 50% in my marriage. Mm -hmm. I gave it all 100%. I went to work. I tried to be the best worker. I did this. I tried to be the best. I did. You ought to be doing that in everything that you do. Look, stop looking for, well, if they ain't going to give me a raise, I'm not going to show them what I can do. You you, you 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 just dismiss God in the picture. Mm -hmm. You don't believe that God can look. One guy, one boss came to me and said, "You know, you all maxed out. We can't give you no more money." I couldn't believe I said what I said after he told me that. I said, "Well, I guess God finna move you." He said, "What? What'd you just say?" I said, "Well, I guess God finna move you and put somebody there that can give me, uh, take me, give me some more money." He just looked at me like, "Who you think you is?" <laughs> I, I just got quiet after I ain't say nothing. But I walked away like, man, you can't put me, you can't. If God want to bless you, ain't no devil going to tell you that you ain't going to go no further. You, you said, the reason why we get all upset because we believe that junk that he's, that, that bag of lies that he's selling us. You ain't going to get no more. And you ain't going to get no more because you walk around, I'll fix them. I'm going to pull a no call, no show on them. I stood right there and kept working. Mm -hmm. Before we know we had a new manager. Mm -hmm. It happened overnight, but all of a sudden we had a new manager. Mm -hmm. I remember the time the guy came up to me and said, you, you ain't doing your best. When you know, I knew in my heart I was doing the best I could. The thing about human beings, we have spurts of energy. Could be because of coffee. Could be because we just... We ain't work that hard or something. And then all of a sudden, we, that, first, that burst of energy begin to subside because while we get fatigued and tired. Mm -hmm. You ain't doing your best. I said, yes, I am. I'm going to get, I'm going to write you up. I'm going to get you fired and you won't get suspended. I walked back in that office and said, what you just say? I'm going to write you up and you're going to get suspended. And I said, that same thing you're going to write on me, what you're trying to do to me, it's going to fall on you. You do not know her, my uh, district manager came in, wrote her up, then fired her. I couldn't believe it. My, my jaw was dropping. I had just said that in the heat of the moment. I didn't know it was going to really happen. But that lets you know, you, you, you can't let people tell, tell you what God can't do. God will fight your battles for you. Amen. And she just trying to make working hard. You got some people not trying to make your job hard. Yes. Don't let that. God will break them yokes. Yes. 
show us obedience to the Lord. Lord, I can avenge myself, and I really don't need your help. At this. I, 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 can check, I can check them, but because of you, I'm going to hold my peace. I'm going to hold my peace and just do it. I'm going to do it the Bible way. It's just afraid. Sometimes you won't even have to say nothing. You know, the time, you know, people be like, tell me you're going to say something. I'm like, no, you know, it's good, it's good. And then, you know, you let things play out. Maybe look like, oh. You know, everybody be looking like, oh, you see what happened. And sometimes, you know, it be, you know, a test, like, you know, hold your peace and trust God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, seeing that this lesson teaches us something, and for, for those that are unsure what the lesson is still teaching us, let's recap for a minute. It teaches us how to trust God plan. The process work. It, it, not only that, it teaches how to trust the process. Mm-hmm. This is the process that God ordained to get you saved, to get you to walk, be able to walk and stand before him and he say, well done. There ain't no other process. You can't circumvent the, the, the preaching of the word of God and baptism in Jesus' name, being filled with the Holy Ghost. There ain't no, this is the process. This is the plan. You got to learn to trust that and go and follow. Trust that it's going to work. You know, it may look like it don't work, but you go, you need to say to yourself, when you think it don't work, well, it worked for Frazier, it worked for this one, it worked for that one. I believe it's, it'll work. So trust the process. Trust the plan. Trust that your leader is leading you in the right way. Even though it may not look like it, because he ain't that person that died on, he ain't stepping on top of benches and hovering over the sky. Preaching the word to you. Trust that that man is leading you in the right way. Telling you what you need to hear. That's going to increase your faith. Increase your ability to trust in the process. And trust the plan. Don't complain. Don't be a complainer. Praise God. People do not like to hear you whine. Oh, somebody that complains all the time is like a baby. They say, ah, 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 ah. I mean, every time, uh, every time you turn around, they got to complain. Stop complaining. You want more people to gravitate to you and be friends? Stop complaining. Yeah. When did Jesus walk around and say, man, them people make me sick. They're always doing this to me. They're always doing that to me. That ain't nothing ain't right. They ain't nothing. They're all in the air. Yeah. Jesus could have said that, but he never complained. Yeah. Stop complaining. I learned how to stop complaining. Complain to on your knees to the Lord. And learn to still get up and be obedient and follow. Praise the Lord. Lord, I don't understand him. I don't, don't want to do what he said. But get up. I'm, I'm going to be obedient. Mm-hmm. I don't come here with my lips stuck out of my ear and my jaw. I'm like, you make me sick. Come on. Stop complaining. Mm-hmm. The Israelites, they, 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 they learn that if they complain, God puts them in a, in a, in a different category of rebellious. Amen. Only rebellious people complain. They don't like how it's going. All right? Trust that. Learn to do these things, and you'll be a better person. Be thankful. Amen. What I got to be thankful for? Ain't nothing going right. God's still on the throne, ain't he? He's still over you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He still can deliver you at any given moment in time. He may take you to the blink of the hand, and you look like you're falling on the mind. Then he just grab some, some, some way he put rear you back in. Yeah. He bend us, but he don't break us. We get mad at God because he's bending us. Uh-huh. 
when I got what I get. Mm-hmm. Money, power, wealth, and fame. Train yourself to be happy because God is still in control. Praise the Lord. We, we ain't had hardly nothing that we wanted, but we were happy when we were in the world. Why? Because we were trained like that. Now we done got into a new way of living, a new lifestyle. So now the new lifestyle requires new training in order to be happy in this lifestyle. If you don't train yourself to be happy in this lifestyle, you're going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. You're going to complain. Mm-hmm. And you're going to want out. Mm. And if that lingers on you too long, you're going to get out. Will Amen. Why does God respond so favorably to complete obedience? Now, complete. You got to be 100% in this thing. I'm up, babe, but when you tell me to come out to a week of prayer, I could, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> no, complete obedience. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus. Praying will not hurt you. It will help you make you more spiritual. So if I say a week of prayer, come, oh, I don't want to do it. That, and when you feel within your heart you don't want to do it, that's good. Because that's flesh. But then God going to give you power to crucify flesh and say, I don't care, not my will, but thy will be done. When the week is over, you'll be sitting there saying, I feel great. You'll be talking about how good that week of prayer was for you. I'm just using that example, whatever it is. Don't do what other people have done and they ain't here no more. Praise the Lord. Don't do what they did. And if someone talking about your church, Turn and walk away if you can't shut them up. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. If they're talking about your pastor, turn and walk away if you can't shut them up. Amen. I don't talk about other people's pastor. You don't talk about mine. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because if you're talking about them, it's usually something that you don't like, so you complain. Mm-hmm. You complain because you don't understand. A lot of times, I understand more than him. Okay, then why ain't you the leader? Right. God didn't put me here because I knew it all. Yep. He knew I would trust him. Amen. The more. Mm-hmm. It's, this ain't a position of I know it all. It's a position of humility. I, I'm willing to seek God, Lord, I can't do it without you. See, if I knew it all, I would never be like, Lord, I need your help. I can't do it without you. Because I'll be relying on I know it all. I know nothing. That's why I have to pray. That's why I have to trust the Lord. I don't know. I can't do this. I can't do it. Do that and watch God elevate you. Do that and watch God. Be a help, not a hinder. Don't make me go home feeling sad. Make me go home feeling proud that I got you on my side, on my team. Amen. I need encouragement just like you do. Praise the Lord. I can't only get it from the Lord. I get it from the members that's going to be obediently following. This lesson teaches us how important obedience is and how well we could be 
a well or a machine when everything is working in unison the way it was designed for, just like a vehicle that you're driving. It's a wonderful thing when you get in a vehicle and you start and everything working. Man, it's a, it's a terrible thing when you go there. All of a sudden, this light go on. All of a sudden, this want to act up. All of a sudden, you want to cough and drunk. You're like, what is going on with this piece of junk? With everything, all these different parts, and sometimes they seem like millions of parts in our eyesight, all working together, so you can have a smooth ride. Yes, sir. Nothing trying to say. Notice me. I can do better than that. It just, you just compliment each other, even though it gets no recognition, but it's still works together. It's not looking for a praise. You shouldn't be looking for a praise. Right. Your reward, God has that. Mm -hmm. And the true, the, the reward of knowing that I did the right thing ought to bring you so much peace and joy and satisfaction. I did the right thing. Right. I can lay down, even if it's the end of the night, or I can lay down to die and know that I did the right thing with my life. Mm -hmm. Praise God. And God would, and by faith, I believe God would say, Well done. I can't do all kind of errors that say, Well, I know it's wrong, but I ain't, I'm going to do my way anyway. Mm -hmm. No. Uh, no word. And remember, also, in obedience, the Lord, you got to understand that in my position, I have more than just you in mind. I can't just preach to make you happy. That's right. I got I got other souls to continue with. I'm using him as an example. You don't mind me. No. I have to think about you. I have to think about you. I, think about, I can't preach aiming at one person right. to make them happy. Mm -hmm. I have to try to make everybody happy. So that means there are times where Sister Feltner cooks something I love. Everybody loves. Mm -hmm. And then there are times where she may cook something that I really don't love, but somebody else in the family loves it. That's my favorite meal, they may say. I'll be like, I ain't mine. <laughs> but yeah. she, can't, she can't please everybody. So she tried to just do the best she can. You got to understand that as a, as a person, that she's doing the best she can to try to, for the greater good, for, for the majority, not just for the single. She can't always please and make this one happen. That's right. Especially if you got a house full of kids. Amen. If they say, I like hot dogs, you ain't gonna cook hot dogs every night. And that would be happy. And other ones like, I'm sick of this junk. I'm going out to Burger King. All right, I'm gonna stop there. Praise God. Remember, now, at different points of life, you can reach, there are different points of life that you can reach and find yourself. If you begin to reach yourself and find yourself seemingly overwhelming in overwhelming circumstances, you are in the pit of, or if you're in the pit of despair, sometimes you find yourself there by random choice mm -hmm. in the pit. Other times you're in the pit because of poor choices that you made. Mm -hmm. The walls of the pit were seen to be coming, uh, starting to close in on you. And even those who love us may lose hope. Family members may lose hope. Mm -hmm. Brothers and sisters may lose hope in us. In such time, you must remind yourself of God who is for you and never will leave you. As the meaning 
Yes, and of circumstances piles up and trouble piles up, you don't have to lose hope. Be dedicated and determined to emerge victoriously. Say, I don't care what happened. God is going to get me out of that. Start speaking something in existence, especially when you don't see no way out. God is going to get me out of that. We serve a God who, who works um, in unconventional or unusual ways to turn our trials into our testimony. Amen. Don't it? Amen. It'd be a trial, but if it was all over, it'd be a testimony. testimony. He can transform our pain in, 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 in life into his purpose for life. Mm-hmm. Ready, he helps us bring our walls down or helps <coughs> us rise above them. We must be faithful and trust in him. If he says, shout, shout. If he says, be silent, be silent. Mm -hmm. If he says, go up, go up. Like Israel entered the promised land, faith and obedience to God will bring us to the other side of the wall and into his promises that he had promised for us. Praise the Lord. I hope I've said something may help you in this journey. And I hope I've encouraged you that don't give up hope in God and his plan. Be obedient and watch him do something miraculous in your life. Amen. Praise the Lord. Be, be that one to say, if nobody else do, I'll, I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. If nobody else will, I will. Amen. I don't need your example. God got me some holy people that willing to be an example. If, if you ain't going to be an example, if, if I keep my eye on you, if I use you for example, mm-hmm. and you fail, then I need to stop watching you. Mm-hmm. I need to watch somebody else, but be a good example. Yeah. That's one that somebody will say, I thank God for you. Mm-hmm. Thank God for you. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. It's my prayer. Continue to pray for those that are sick, for sure those you don't see.